Welcome back to the Two Word Review Podcast, where a movie is worth two words when pictures are typically worth a thousand. Yeah, um, and, 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 and you know what? Just so you know, we didn't stop the show ever. You guys just <laughs> turned off your notifications. We've been here yeah. doing it the whole time. We have dozens of episodes in our back catalog that you you are the one who hasn't been listening. Well, well, actually, exactly. a, lot, a, a lot's actually happened. Like Jake, Jake is actually currently in a bunker. Jake's in a bunker. He's out in the Middle East. He's just, it's been, I I can't. Where, where do we even begin, Lucas? Basically, here's a very, here. very weak Wi-Fi signal. So most of the, most see, of the here's audio what, here's that we got happened. from him was just static. So here's what's been happening. Honestly, I, I I went out to the Middle East because, you know, in order to do research for the show and bring fresh content to you guys, I'm doing a whole like spot on Bollywood. So I've been out here interviewing people, you know, just trying to get familiar with the Bollywood scene so we can bring some, some fresh stuff to you. And anyway, I ended up crossing a few lines. I'm currently locked in a bunker. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we actually we can't talk about the lines that he crossed. Actually, that's that was yeah. an agreement that we made with the producers. We've been actually sending our, our, our weekly episodes to the producers. They are the ones that stop. It's it's like you know when we watch those movies where the guy keeps sending love notes to the girl and the mom intercepts them. That is exactly the relationship we have with our producers currently. Yeah, we keep sending yeah. this original content to the producer, but it, it, it's not showing up anywhere. So yeah. We I keep mean, we we've been consistently making an episode every single week for the past however many months it's been since the last one was published. Yeah. But now, hopefully, I mean, we say this every single week, but hopefully, this will be the one that makes but, it out. But of the here, here's the here's the truth of the matter. Here's the truth of the matter is that in doing that, we have refined our our abilities as podcasters. We are at an all time high. We like, yeah, very true. We understand this craft. Okay. We've done, we've done some art. unique, unique episodes that have taught us a lot. We did an episode on the hit film "We Are Still Here." We did an episode <laughs> on Barton Fink. You know, we have just we've been going crazy. You know, so we're experienced now, unlike before. Absolutely crazy! Like if you unlike think Sundance is indie, you don't understand the places that we've been, the conversations we've had. That's. Yeah, you know, it is. you know that movie that just came out called Land that totally just looks like a Sundance indie film? Yeah, we also <laughs> did that movie. We also yeah, we that. actually we co-produced that movie with our yeah. producer. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We, we co-produced the movie and we recorded an episode of the show while we were watching it for the first time together. It was beautiful. It was it quite was rejected, though. It was rejected. The producers intercepted. Anyway, like you know, there's a lot happening on the internet right now. Some things are showing up these days. Some things are getting take, taken down. All I'm saying is we have been there for you. Do not think that we have never not been there for you. And speaking of indie movies, the movie we're doing this week is an indie hit. You know, it's got a tiny cast. It's Tiny uh, cast. Yeah. Puny budget. Just totally no one B, has really ever yeah, heard of it. B-roll film, but it is great. Yeah. All the all the all the footage from the movie was downloaded from freevideosandfilms.com and thrown over whenever there weren't actors on the screen. Yeah, it's it's a uh, this is real low level grunge stuff. It's a Yo. 
You know how right. Bumble, Bumblebee speaks through his radio? It's like, that's what this movie is with film. Yeah. That's exactly. Oh, yeah. Wow, it's that, that level of peak enhanced art. <laughs> anyway, so the, the movie that we are talking about today is Prisoners, directed by Denis Villeneuve. Uh, came out in 2013, if I remember correctly. Yep. So it's a few years old. Starring very small, unheard of names, Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman. Yep. So you guys should look those guys up if you've never heard them. They're super talented, as you can see in this movie. If yeah, you actually, I met, I, met, I met Hugh Jackman one time. Like, I was just getting nachos at, at, a, at, a, at a small... Um, it, was a, it was a little film festival. <laughs> he's a real scrawny character he's kind of oh, okay he's kind of yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to redo that bit I, no, I, we, we don't edit here we don't edit uh, this is you know, raw producers are not gonna if we this. didn't edit out translucent green flubber butt we're not editing you're right, that you're out right, you're right, you're oh right. man let me get back to that though like no Hugh Jackman was just, he was just there, and I was just like, yo, I'd like extra cheese on my nachos. And then I went back to my seat, and I just sat there and watched the film, and yeah, he was in it. It was pretty cool. You know, he's, he seems like a real nice guy. Just really down, down, like, like salt of the earth type. Was the indie, oh, was the indie film, uh, was the indie film The Greatest Showman? Is that what they were showing? No, no. No, no, this was this was before those was days. Oh, I yeah, see. it actually was prisoners, and that's why I decided to bring that to the show. Actually, that 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 experience just was so human; it kind of kind of left an an impression on me. Okay, but but speaking Absolutely. of Hugh Jackman, okay, like I don't know, I don't have anything against him. I just haven't seen anything that like was flooring me. Like, wow, he's amazing. But like this movie actually upped my respect for him like this was by far his best role that i've seen him in i loved it and i thought he was you need to, i thought he was fantastic in this movie i totally agree but to add on to that you need to go watch x-men origins wolverine and then come back to me about that tainted opinion of yours um you think he's better as wolverine no oh, actually yeah. that movie is horrible oh. x-men origins wolverine is so so bad. here's the deal. I'm just. I was being sarcastic. I'm just Do very. Not watch that movie. I'm just very not interested in X Men in general. So that's partially why I haven't seen any of those. But I. Can, Logan is good though. He's very good in that. I've heard that. I, I I should try it. I should just bite the bullet, get over it, because you know sometimes you just get something in your head and it's not even true anyway. But true. I I really did love his role in this movie like he was fantastic yeah no hugh jackman was awesome and i really like jake gyllenhaal actually and so um yeah no really great cast and i thought i mean the directing's really good the cinematography is incredible like this is just a in my opinion this is a a well put together indie film absolutely agree it's yeah. it's great i it's very long. It's two and a half hours long, but it is totally worthwhile. Like they, they pay off some stuff in very satisfying ways. I felt like, and you know, it's kind of, it's, there's kind of a little bit of a mystery to it the whole time as well. And I feel like it unfolds in a way that's satisfying. And it's not just like, woohoo, we gotcha. Bet you didn't see this one coming. I thought what they did was very cool. And 
like I, it's not the most unique like twist or whatever like person that ended up being the guy but it's um it was a great way of i think conveying the story and they kind of have other like little plantings along the way that it's like oh wow and and looking back after you finish the movie it's like oh, okay cool so that was actually referencing this thing and there are a few things like that that i really i really like it when movies do that where they just like have some random thing in a movie and then when you get later on or to the end of the reveal, it's like, oh, okay, that actually contextualizes that scene. And it wasn't just some throwaway thing. I love it when, when movies do that for me. And this movie did that very well, I thought. Yeah, I, what, I, sorry, you go for it. Well, what I was just going to say, what I like about this movie is, yes, you're right. There's this mystery going on. And that is the event that, that creates all the tension of the movie. There's a situation that is manifest that creates tension for all these characters in different ways. And what I love about this movie is it explores the idea of, I mean, yes, the person that, that did the initial act creates all this tension, but does that make them the worst villain in the entire situation? And that's kind of the whole theme of the movie, in my opinion. And there's, there's different people choosing to deal with this situation they're thrown into in different ways and the way that each character chooses to um react to the situation i think i think it's pretty real to life and i think it exposes some um really interesting things just to think about in general yeah i have a few thoughts here so First, I wanted to hit on what Aaron said about Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, this movie kind of like threw us onto a Jake Gyllenhaal just binge. We went and watched. Oh, nice! We watched like Nightcrawler and Enemy, and I really do like him a lot. So I just wanted. Yeah, to me too. That. Nightcrawler is also great. Nightcrawler yeah, oh, yeah. is awesome. Um, but I also wanted to say about it being an indie film, the cinematography. Aaron also talked about Roger Deakins. Oh. <laughs> Roger legend. Deakins, though, you know what? <laughs> he is a legend, and he has done you know, he amazing is. movies. He's done Fargo, No Country for Old Men, Shawshank, Prisoner, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh huh. He really nineteen seventeen. Yeah, nineteen seventeen. Ooh, that was cool. He is yeah, amazing. Cool. Did but, he do okay. this one as well? Yeah, he, yeah. Did. he did. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Um, but uh, anyway, to to go to Aaron's point, though, this was kind of the main thing I wanted to say is. Oh, sorry. There's one other thing along the way, Lucas. You had talked about um, that you thought that the the resolve was cool, and I absolutely agree. I thought that something that was interesting is sometimes, and don't get me wrong, I love crime thrillers. Like, I love them; they're awesome. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it can be a little corny. The reveal sometimes it's like, ah, uh, like really would that guy do that, or is that guy even capable yeah. of this, or just feels far fetched. And this one was kind of out there but like honestly it didn't feel overly corny to me either like it felt like really cool ending you know but yeah, um i agree the main thing i wanted to say was what aaron said is uh after we finished this movie we like literally stayed up to like 2 30 almost 3 a.m having a pretty <laughs> deep discussion about the movie for like two yeah. hours there are, there are a lot of questions of morality and things like that that the movie kind of raises um, because of some of the things that characters do. 
uh, based off of the predicaments that they find themselves in. And they become convinced of certain things that maybe um, are not RRR, not true, but they don't know. And we don't know as an audience as the, yeah. the story unfolds. And so we're I just kind of like, well, is what this guy's doing the right thing or is it completely immoral or like, how would I act in that situation? Um, there's a lot of like, it, like it goes really in depth about how important like these guys' families are to them and stuff like that. There's a lot of uh, really cool, just got it. I just like subtext questions that it brings to mind. Yeah, no, I, well, and even beyond to me, um, well, and actually we, we just watched, uh, no country for old men. And I feel like the Coen brothers are good at the same thing where they kind of just throw in a situation. Something creates tension, but the thing that create most stories are very linear in that the thing that created tension is the opposition and, and everything revolves around taking down the thing that brought in the tension. And I'm not saying that's not true of this movie, but there's more, like there is more than one potential negative and positive force happening at the same time. And some of them are obvious and some of them aren't. I think that there's some really cool contrasting because like Jake Gyllenhaal in this movie is a, an investigator and there's a really cool contrast between the police force and what what they're dealing with against what this family's dealing with. And then, you know, and, and I, I think the contrast and and the admirable qualities and the heinous qualities that exist on both sides are just very apparent and it's something I think it's very real to decision making in real life, you know. Because some decisions, you you don't know what happens at the end. You don't know how it resolves. And you have to make decisions. And this movie does explore that in a pretty cool way, I think. Yeah, it's a big juxtaposition, you know. Like Aaron said, that contrast is super cool. Like, this movie just has a lot going on. And it's <laughs> a chew. Oh, a little bit of coronavirus. Yeah, uh, Lucas is not in a bunker, but he is... Um, you know, he's he's dealing with the COVID. I hope that all of you. Uh, <laughs> I hope that all of you listeners are wearing your masks because otherwise he just infected you through your. Yeah, you should be he's wearing actually, your mask while you're listening. He's actually not. That's that's uh, that was that was a lie, and the yeah. audience deserves better than these types of lies. That I'm was sorry. that was just it a big was a raffle. Lie. It was just a big raffle. Buffalo Mel. Um. But we got to actually give our two word reviews. We've we've strayed from format and forgotten what it's all about. Just super simplifying these movies into two simple words. So I'll go first. My two words are um, captivating and riveting. Mine, thought provoking and conflicted. Mm. Mine is deep and encompassing. Nice. Mm. We had enthralling set in three different ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So let's talk about that. The word. The word enthrall. To to the word encompass. To the word thought provoking. To so, the word captivating. <laughs> I, I was gonna say like like it just like sucks you in, you know. But you can't doing that in one word. You can just hyphenate. 
sucks you in. Sucks you in. Yeah, we still haven't fully uh, laid out the yeah, rules. We're, we're not trolls. Just because we care about this. Like, we, we care about this. Like, this type show. out a full 500 word review, just put hyphens between each word. <laughs> <laughs> if one of you does, if any of you do that, you're off the show. So, oh, okay. So, <laughs> deal. No, but like, it is. It, it, it's one of those stories where, like, you get invested. You know what I was saying? But you can't say investing or invested. That doesn't work. <laughs> so, and you can't say that. Can't say that when when game stops in in the game. You can't, talk, you can't say the invest in twenty twenty one without yeah, not this financial certain, impli- certain implications are just going to be assumed. You know, um, an unknown entity in the room with me just said engaging. You know, that's a good word. Engaging is a good word. Just an ethereal form appeared and gave you that word. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It was. It, yeah. In the bunker. Yeah. We don't know what he's doing. Are you naked in the bunker or? I'll never tell. (laughs) I'll never tell. Well, I mean, that kind of inspiration doesn't come without, you know, a shower or something. Yeah. I'm I'm assuming you're in a very vulnerable form right now. That's my assumption. Oh, yeah. No, I'm I'm in a spot to receive revelation. (laughs) And I I definitely would say that... uh, engaging is a good word for it engaging and deep i almost want to change it but i won't because you know you can't do that but because you're a king of morality it, precisely but you yes. never back down on your word i i think that this story though like just to defend my my word deep this story is like i guess if you just sat down with popcorn it would be a very compelling story like just wow great story but there's actually a lot behind the story that's really interesting. And the discussion we had, you know, really kind of highlighted that for me. For sure. Well, should we do uh, some uh, word associations? We should absolutely do some word associations. Uh, um, Jake, I, I'm curious. I, I have a word for you. All right. <laughs> Bring it on. You ready? <clears throat> ready. Shoes. Up. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Up. Because for some reason, for some reason, uh, when you said shoes, I was thinking of alien for some reason, but I, there was no reason why. Because I don't even know if there are shoes in the movie. So I was like, okay, I can't say that. But then um, I thought of the little like scout kid and his tennis shoes. And that yeah, thing. that's what, that's, that's really what I wanted to know is like, the word shoes juxtaposed against cinema. What is the most iconic shoe in all of cinema? I, I would not say that that's the most <laughs> iconic shoe in all of cinema because the most iconic shoe in all of cinema is the twin brothers boots in breaking bad. Those are the most iconic shoes in all. of. Um, but it's a hot take. Yeah. Come at me. Prove me wrong. Good though. I, I, I don't know that I disagree with you. I mean, that's a very iconic shoe. <laughs> well, um, no, no, no. Actually, I do disagree because Wizard of Oz, those red sparkly boys. Those oh, are really good. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. You, you, I think you got me beat on that one, actually. No, but you said you set up. So yeah, you set up. No, no, no. That doesn't, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean it's the most iconic shoes. 
It just means it's what came to my head first. <laughs> you mean the well, little scamper shoot? Yes. Wait, sorry, what? What, Lucas? <laughs> I said, you mean the little scamper shoes aren't the most iconic in all of cinema? <laughs> I mean, it could be argued. It could be argued. <laughs> it could be argued, but not one. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Two word review of Up. Uh, I would say. <laughs> I would say we, we, I just we've done it again. We had this very thought-provoking discussion on pr- um, prisoners, and then <laughs> we are again immediately after. We are far more sophisticated than this. This is we. This is who we really are. This yeah. is not who we. No, no, we're I'm just. I'm not going to try it, and argue that. I definitely am not more sophisticated than this. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I would I say that's the point. I would say that up is. Okay, I'm only giving this two-word review for the first 45 minutes of the movie. Can I do that? Touching. I guess. Depends on what it is. Touching and moving. Wow, that's two words. That's two synonyms. Two synonyms. Because of all animated movies, like that's probably one of the most moving ones I've ever seen. Like it's very good. He's this bitter old man. Carrying this heartbreak from his wife, you know, and he's aggressive. He he makes it rated T for blood when he hits that guy on the head, and <laughs> you know, and then <laughs> and then he has a change of heart. You know what I'm saying? It's a good movie. Pixar yeah. had it rated T. It's true. They keep doing that too. Pixar Pixar is definitely rated T for teen. Yep, it's a very good movie. All right. Um, uh, the only reason I said the 45 minutes thing is because I just remember the second half getting into some weird blimp thing for a little bit there. And I, it was kind of just weirdy. So I don't know, but overall, the overarching, yeah, the overarching storyline is really good. So, um, all right, Lucas, I'll give you the two, the word, and then you give Aaron. Okay. All right. Word is. Uh, okay, I'm gonna run this experiment. I think I know what you're gonna say, but I'm gonna try it. Knife. I mean, the the first movie that comes to my mind is Knives Out. Okay, wow. all right. Psycho, psycho, bro. I, I was yeah, thinking I mean, okay, so psycho, but I only thought Knives Out because the word knife is just <laughs> it's just adjacent to the word knives. <laughs> But I would be after that, immediately, it was Psycho. Like, I was like, yeah. oh, Knives Out. But then I was like, no, well, Psycho in reality. But I said Knives Out, so I'm going to stick with it. Um, I'm going to say for Knives Out, two words. Um, whimsical and fun. <laughs> whimsical <laughs> and fun. <laughs> Exclusive. No, those are probably I, not typically the two words people would use to describe that movie. I, I, but I, I can see I that. Do I really can enjoy it. with you on that. Yeah. I honestly, I don't like. It wasn't taking itself too seriously by any means. No. And like, it was not trying to be some dark, gritty murder mystery. It was very much like kind of fun. So overall, yeah, do you, nice. what what's not two words? 
just like overall, what is your review? Like, did you like it? Did you not like it? I like did it? really like it. Actually, I thought it was cool and fun. I thought that he uh, did a good job of just kind of the same idea of like that. I, I really like whodunits are just fun in general for me. Like I like that type of genre. I don't go out of the way and watch dozens of them like some people have. But I, whenever a new one comes along, I thought I I tend to enjoy them, and yeah. so I thought it was I thought it was really cool. I actually really liked it. I thought it was good. Like I, it kept me engaged. It was it was it was whimsical and fun. It was yeah, and like. But there are a few things in that movie too where it's like that it's just like kind of silly like the the girl who throws up like that's not really something that happens but it's just, it was fun like it was just it was just a cool way of kind of hammering home some plot points it, again it didn't take itself too seriously it was just like a fun whodunit my only problem with which it, i'm always like, in support of overall i really like i said i really did enjoy it like it was it was good. It was clever. It was good movie. But I do just feel like the the twist ending was it was good because it was a twist and I didn't see it coming. But it was a little like okay, like that is like so tiny detail. Like there's no way you would figure it out. That's kind of like what I'm saying. Yeah. There's no I, way. I was. I was all right with it because it wasn't, it didn't try and be like some out of like, Ooh, it, it was actually the next door neighbor who we've never seen on screen. So it was your own fault for being an idiot. Like you could have predicted certain aspects of it because I mean, I don't want to get into spoilers, but there was one, one part of it. I didn't guess who did it, but I guessed one of the, I guess the way that the guy got murdered correctly and i was like oh man i was kind of feeling myself at the end of that but then i was like oh i did not guess that person as being the one who did it but yeah it was cool like i, I like movies like that where you can if you like kind of pick up on the details you're like hey wait what if that actually did this or read this or whatever i'm usually bad at them though to be on to be fair but uh they're still fun and enjoyable oh yeah all right aaron um oh boy here we go <laughs> my power level that be revealed once again. Spine. Um, I'm I'm blanking on the movie name, but it's it's uh, the one. It's M Night. The one before Glass. Oh, Unbreakable or Split? Split. 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 Oh, Split. I know why. Yeah, I know why. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Um, and that movie, you need actually, Jake. You we need to watch Glass because um, Glass did some recovery for for that situation that M Night got himself in. Um, yeah, that movie. Like, oh, that's just exactly how I feel about it. it. It's pretty good, but it's just the setup for Glass, really. So I, I didn't like particularly love it. I thought that the actor. Th thinks that he is being so much more dynamic than he actually is. Like, he's like, I am acting out 30 separate personalities. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, um, <laughs> I haven't actually seen I, it, but I've I heard it's very like, good. I don't know. It was over... It, I mean, it's a pretty good movie, and I almost... I almost like the message from it. It's, like, so close. But... It just it romanticizes a few things that yeah 
No, yeah. but you watch if you watch Glass, which I, I'm down to watch actually. That really does bring it all together in a pretty cool way. Yeah, I want to see it. So, what do I give it as far as the word reviews? I'm going to say that that movie is um, it is um, dark and open ended. That's a good. That's there's a hyphenated mm. word. There's a hyphenated word. It's not an essay. It's not an essay. That's okay though. That's acceptable. <laughs> that's that's what I feel about that movie though. I agree. I that's that's a good tech. review. Honestly, I agree. Yeah, it's good to know. Hey, if you're gonna watch it, watch. Make sure you're just ready to watch Gla- Glass, because yeah, I, I thought right afterwards. I thought do a double things feature. I did not like about that movie were fixed by Glass. Is M Night making a movie right now? He's doing that TV show, right? Isn't he doing that servant show? Probably. He's doing something. He's always up to something. I don't know, dude. I really liked The Visit. The Visit is really good. Yeah, I've heard it's good. You know, actually, I have never seen an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, I don't know how it's happened, but I just never have seen one. Because it's like, there's a reason... Yeah, and I'm like it's not—it's not even that I've heard because I mean obviously mm-hmm. there's Avatar: The Last Airbender and there's The Happening, but I just like I haven't even seen Sixth Sense or his other good stuff. There's just, there's a I reason people know his name. It. I'll say that, but the, the, it's yeah, not always for sure. I mean he he is hit and miss, but when he does hit, it's like man he 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 put something together. But I consider Glass a pretty good hit. Honestly, that was a good movie. I liked it. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. But no, he's doing that. He's doing that show with cool. Rupert Grint. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's him, really. Servant. I don't uh, know. That was in that show on that little baby thing, whatever, on Apple TV. I haven't seen. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but looks kind of. Apple TV. There's like one Paramount thing Plus. on it. There's one. Paramount Plus, AMC Plus. I can't wait. Ooh, finally. I- all of my favorite Paramount properties, like subscribe to Peacock. Um, let's see. Let's think of one Paramount Spongebob. property off Spongebob. the top of my head. Um, hmm, let's see. Oh yeah, Nickelodeon, owned by Paramount. But let's think of one property that Paramount has produced as a film studio. Hmm. Let's think. Real. Oh wait. Right. No one knows any random <laughs> Paramount properties. No one cares enough about the name Paramount to say, "Oh yeah, I'm going to spend ten dollars a month on dude." In a parallel dimension on another podcast, I have expressed concern about streaming platforms. I think we're gonna we're headed towards a reversion back to Blockbuster. Mark my words. Rental is gonna come back. Block because nobody's gonna wanna pay hundred uh, dollars like over a hundred dollars so they can get because ex- like if everybody's going to be exclusive about their titles, like Paramount, Disney Everybody's going to start, you know, HBO. Everybody's like, no, 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 we can't. Because what made Netflix work is that it centralized everything. It was a universal platform. But then everybody's like, wait, my digital property is worth tons of money if I market it. And now everybody's going to be like, yeah, except I can't pay for Amazon and Netflix and Apple and Paramount and Disney. And I think it's just going to be easier to rent again. The thing is, though, is that for decades, people have been paying for cable that is well over 100, 150 bucks a month. 
I mean, granted, there's still not a great way to get sports that isn't crazy expensive through a streaming service. But even if you have everything like Hulu, HBO Max, Amazon Prime, Netflix, Disney Plus, even Paramount Plus, that's like going to be barely cracking into 100. Yeah, but then but that, the and I feel like that content will... is way more rich than whatever cable has been offering for the last few years. I'm not saying I'm in favor of like all these new streaming services because I definitely am not. But at the same time, it's still cheaper than cable and you can pick and choose. Whereas with cable, like if all you want is Disney stuff, then you can just buy Disney stuff. If all you want is Hulu and the crap they have on there, then you can just buy Hulu. With cable, it was like, no, you have to have all 300 channels and there's no getting around it. I think Amazon so, Amazon is more on it because like their their channel idea is probably ultimately how it's going to... I don't think everything needs yeah. to be a separate service. It's like, I totally agree. Pair, I totally agree. with Amazon and do a channel, which yeah. in, a, in, a, in a certain kind of way is more like a rental, in my opinion. Because, really? But then here's another concern. is It's like, do you think that the current price is their final target? No. It's like, oh, absolutely Once not. they get everybody on it, then the prices go up. So Yep. Yeah, they just have to have a somewhat low price to reel people in, and then it's like, nice. Now yep. we're doubling the price. Yep, we hooked them on the crack cocaine. We succeeded. We're already we pretty much the way that we've been doing movies because, bro, we do like four movies a weekend. We literally do two double features these days. It is a lot. That's but we, good. We basically have just been uh, we've just been doing rentals. Like we just rent off Amazon. Yeah, I mean it's easy. It's convenient. It's yeah. only four bucks too. Is the thing. Yeah, and that's a perfectly reasonable price to pay for a movie. Yeah. Especially if you have a bunch of people there. Like, if you're gonna spend ten bucks to see a movie with one per, like, for one ticket, if you get four and you have like eight people, then like, yeah. 50 way cents. better. Yeah, yeah fifty like cents a pop. Yep. Much Man, better I, per capita returns. We're we're glad to be back, though, listeners. We're, we're yes, we are. Back. We will try and be more consistent. We are very busy with whatever we're up to in the Middle East or with ethereal realm beings chasing after us it's it's not sometimes you have control of your life and sometimes you outright lose control that's how absolutely that's just that's just i mean i think i think any listener will understand what i'm saying with that very true we're glad well we are very glad to be here thank you for listening please check out our instagram at two word review and our website at twowordreview.com. And if you ever have any uh, ideas of movies you would like us to two-word review, just hit us up, and we'd be more than happy to do so. We will talk to you next week.